Welcome to the Purposed Marriage Podcast. If you are in a marriage that is damaged, broken, and think all hope is lost, we invite you to listen in to today's broadcast. We pray that through this ministry, you will find biblical encouragement and instruction that will lead you and your spouse, no matter the heart condition, to a closer walk and fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. God can and does heal marriages, no matter how desperate or impossible the circumstances may appear to be. And now, here is today's episode. And hello, welcome to another edition of the Purposed Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Larson. With me, as always, is my wife, Amy Larson. Amy, say hello. Hello. We have been away uh, from our podcast for a while. Amy reminded me that it's, I guess it's been since April, since our last uh, podcast. We've been a little... We've been a little preoccupied with uh, family things going on. We've sort of taken a little bit of a hiatus, and now we've regrouped and are refocused and are ready to go ahead and start doing some more podcasts on a regular basis. What have you been up to, Amy, in that time, and how are you occupying your time? How have you been occupying your time in the interim? Uh, Well, I quit my job in the interim, (laughs) And I've been doing full-time ministry. Um, But before I dove straight into full-time ministry, we took the summer to be with our youngest son before he went to kindergarten. And um, so we took a little bit of a break there as well. And then now that he is in school, I am doing full-time counseling and um, also volunteering in their school. So... Well, when somebody hears the word counseling, probably some different things come to mind, but yours is kind of unique counseling. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Yes, it is biblical counseling. So um, everything that we do is based 100% through scripture. Uh, And really, you know, people come to us and, and ask for counseling, but really I tell them what it really is, is more of a um, in-depth Bible study or in-depth discipleship, if you will. And so everything that we do is pointed directly in Scripture. We get in to the Word and just dig in and flesh it out. So you're leading them to the truth, which is contained in the Word of God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's good because, you know, when we talk about counseling, there's a lot of different counsel someone can listen to. In fact... Uh, maybe some of our listeners uh, can recall thing, some of the things that we've posted in the past about seeking wise counsel. And uh, we had a blog post a while back. I think it was called Seeking Wise Counsel. Yeah, something along uh, something, those Something lines. along those lines. And um, in it, you know, Amy shared how she went to a, quote, Christian counselor, and just because you have the label Christian in front of the word counseling, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. I mean, there's a lot of things that passes for Christian counseling these days that is, is far from Christian. So we, we just want to be clear about that. Uh, counseling, going to counseling, getting good godly counsel is good and something that we should be doing. Uh, but we just got to make sure that the counsel we are receiving is grounded in the Word of God. And so uh, now that we've come through the storm that we've uh, come through, 
uh, to see Amy at this point now where she is ministering to other women and she is a biblical or working towards a certification in biblical counseling. That certainly is a blessing for me. And if you would have told me uh, during our time in the valley when we were separated and even divorced that years later Amy would be pursuing a degree, or not a degree <laughs> rather, but certification in biblical counseling, I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> uh, and so it's just, it's interesting to see how things have developed, all because of God and His goodness. Yes. Um, so tonight we want to talk about discerning the truth. And uh, Amy's last blog entry, uh, she posted about some of the things that we can find on social media and um, how spending a lot of time on social media can cause us to compare ourselves and our situation with uh, those we see online. And uh, there can be some things that are really harmful to us if we are uh, in the business of comparing ourselves to others. And Amy, why don't you speak a little bit about uh, some, of the, some of the dangers that are potentially there for those who are spending a lot of time on social media and looking at, at other people's profiles and, and digging into their lives. Yeah, I think it's really important when you are in a valley and you're going through a hard, uh, a hard time, regardless if it's in your marriage or just in life in general, but especially if, if it is a hardship in your marriage, um, when you're in that dark place, I mean, I first want to just say it's so important to seek God and to seek the truth um, and to not, you know, go on to social media and constantly look for happy families or happy marriages that may appear to be happy. Um, I mean, you and I both know, as well as our listeners probably know, that, you know, a lot of what is posted and a lot of what is what is out there is typically people's best. Um, they, you know, don't spend a lot of time posting their worst moments on social media. And so a lot of what you can see isn't reality based. Um, now, are, are we talking about Facebook? Let's just be clear. Are we talking <laughs> yeah. about Facebook? Yes, yeah. we are talking about Facebook. I, I, but it's I, not I, just Facebook. I call it f fake book. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Um, yeah, Tommy is not a fan. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, what we can, what we can look to um, isn't, you know, an accurate portrayal of the family that we're, we're seeking, um, you know, to, I guess, model our lives by. Um, but also, I think it's really important um, to also just not, you know, like be content with what God has given you. Um, and if you're going through a trial uh, that's difficult, ask God to, you know, go through that with you. I mean, He is there and He will give us everything that we need um, when, we're, when we're going through that, that valley and seeking Him above all um, because, you know, that we, we can really get to the point where we forget about God's goodness in our life and how He is able to sustain us and um, just constantly looking for something more than what we have. And that can be very, very dangerous. And I think that that 
can be uh, very hurtful to marriages if, if you're not separated and you're not divorced and maybe you and your spouse are just going through a hard time um, looking to other places other than Christ. Um, and, you know, talking it out with your spouse is so, so important. Well, what does, what does the Bible say about this type of behavior? Obviously, social media wasn't around back in the times when the Bible was written, but um, what is really at work when somebody is looking at other people's profiles? What, what is at play here? I mean, the Bible does speak to what is going on. Can you identify that? You know what I'm, where I'm getting at? Um, maybe coveting yeah. someone. Yeah. Covetousness, yes. right. Yes. You're basically comparing your situation to the illusion of someone else's situation at least the situation that they are trying to portray themselves as having. Right. And you're becoming jealous, and you wish you were in their situation, right? right? Yes. And uh, the Bible tells us we are not to covet. No. Um, And also, that can also lead to, when you do begin to covet your neighbor, covet their relationship, covet their marriage, um, you can also turn sour towards that person and that relationship um, because you don't have what they have or what they appear to have. So then, you know, you start to become bitter and you start to... You not... start to resent them? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that just, your heart starts to harden. And that is exactly what happened in my heart. Um, it was very soft and, and open to, you know, praying for you for years and... Um, desiring to have a wonderful marriage, desiring to have God uh, change your heart as well as our marriage. And then as soon as God started working, um, I hardened my heart and I said, enough is enough and I'm done. And so, um, you know, we absolutely don't want that for our listeners. Um, We could have really solved so many of our problems. Um, much quicker Well, <laughs> had we not gone through that. You know, one of the other things that is a problem with um, spending a lot of time on social media is the uh, type of advice one will get. And mm-hmm. if I was to ask you, all right, w- what do you think the percentage of advice one would get on social media that is uh, rooted in the truth of the gospel, <laughs> what, what do you think the percentage would be? I mean, uh, and we're we're, we're going to just say among Christian people. Oh yeah, I mean, I would say less than five percent um, of it would be actually rooted in Scripture. Um, typically, what you find is you put something out there, and you're looking for someone to agree with your opinion. Um, Nine times out of ten, people don't, you know, say, hey, I saw you posted this. That wasn't really big biblically accurate. <laughs> I mean, you don't see um, things like that often on social media. It's usually advice that um, is actually completely op- the complete opposite from what the Bible um, teaches. Can you remember when uh, we were before we got our divorce and you were uh, spending time online, was was the path that you were heading down, was that being validated 
at all through social media? In other words, oh, absolutely. Was that was it being confirmed that you were doing the right thing? Oh yeah, I mean, and you know, a lot of times what happens is you become self-absorbed, and I was spending a lot of time on myself, um, talking about myself, posting pictures about myself. And, you know, a lot of people, even though they may not realize it, um, they are kind of, uh, just building you up. I mean, like they're helping you further, you know, take pride in yourself instead of... Okay, so they're they're sort of puffing you up? Too. Oh, absolutely. They're helping puff absolutely you up. Absolutely puffing you up. Like, you look so happy now. You look so great. Singleness looks good on you. So we go from Things covetousness like now to pride. Yes. Which is another no-no. Yes. Okay, so th- these are two things that God is not really pleased with, yet it's yet they're things that we're... We're embracing, right? right? While, at the, while at the same time claiming that we're a good Christian. Yes. Okay. Uh, one thing I, I do want to speak to uh, from, from a man's point of view relating to social media is that uh, when it comes to covetousness uh, and desiring something more, first off, the Lord has put you in the position that He's put you in. He has given you a wife. He's given you a family. You're to be content. You're to lead um, with a servant's heart. And one of the dangers of social media, and one of the things that really has, has turned me off when the Lord uh, changed my heart and opened my eyes to a lot of things, is, is the danger lurking on places like Facebook or uh, Instagram, or I mean, there's there's countless others of of reconnecting with people that you have no business reconnecting mm-hmm. with. You know, I'm I'm to the point now where I I don't think I'll speak for myself. I don't believe I have any business really having uh, a quote friend who is a female that I am not married to online. Now you may, you all may have different perspectives on that. But I'll say for me, um, <laughs> and as I think about what my relationship with my wife is supposed to be like, I I don't really see how um, sharing things with another female fits into what is supposed to be my role as a husband. I mean, that's not to say that I avoid talking to females throughout the day. <laughs> All I, right. I, you I work, work with plenty of them. I, I work yeah. with plenty, and I am... Um, uh, commanded to be respectful to them and to uh, interact with them in a way that is honoring to the Lord. But in terms of, quote, friends, uh, I, I really need to just have my wife be my best friend um, here on this earth, right? right? We want our Heavenly Father to be closer than her brother and to be able to uh, have a relationship with Him. He desires that closeness and intimacy with us. But humanly speaking, um, your best friend needs to be your spouse, and you don't need to be looking for anything else online. And you know, you you, there may be some men out there who argue that it that it's harmless. It's not that big a deal. Uh, yeah, and and you can argue that. And I'm sure there are many men who might even be listening who say, "I've I've never had a problem. I don't see the problem." 
I'm just saying that you know there is a potential for things to happen that you might not initially think could ever happen. Right. Uh, and if you don't have those connections there, well, then then it's not a possibility. So, you know, for men who, and if you are a male, I, I will tell you, uh, temptation is always going to be something that you face. Um, and let's not make it easier for the devil to gain a foothold mm-hmm. in our lives. And so we, we need to just be mindful of that. Um, what else can we talk about related to social media that you think would be of benefit to our listeners? Um, and it's not to say all all social media is right. bad. I mean, you're you're watching this or you're listening <laughs> to this now through social media, and you know there's there's a lot of good that can be done right. on social media in terms of spreading good positive messages. Well, and I can probably speak to that a little bit. Um, I remember when I was I was very hesitant. I was actually off of social media for quite a while. And um, I have had wonderful opportunities to meet people all over the world and um, have very close connections to people in, um, in Egypt, in England, um, in Nicaragua. And so just all different parts of the world where I've um, been able to visit and meet different people. And so those relationships to me have always been very important. So the thought of never being able to, or not connecting with them and not being able to see them and talk to them and and know what's going on in their lives um, when they're, you know, halfway across the country um, or halfway across the world in some cases, you know, that that was a difficult thing for me to step away from completely. Um, so even though I was off social media for a while, uh, I think for me, what helped bring me back is the realization that there are so many filters that you can put into place. And for me, I follow um, just very close friends and family and the, um, the different ministries that either we're a part of or that we um, are serving in, or that we, you know, look to for inspiration and guidance. Um, And so, you know, knowing that you can place those filters um, so that you can basically hide everything except what is going to encourage and uplift you, um, you know, that has been a big blessing for me because it's allowed me to continue to connect with the people that I've, um, hold dear, you know, to my heart that are across the world. Um, but I've also found it very encouraging, um, to just, you know, to put, put kindness and shine your light. Um, just being very mindful of what is posted. Um, and, and also what you are looking at. Um, you know, and, and I really do, if I see something now that I read and it, it, it's not encouraging, um, or it's tearing someone down instead of building someone up, I mean, that's my sign that, you know, well, you know, that's on the hidden list (laughs) on on that, on that note though, uh, there are some things that we can hear. Uh, if we're walking right with the Lord, that maybe we we don't necessarily want to hear because it might be the truth. It might be something that convicts right. us. 
All right, so just because you don't necessarily like what you're hearing, uh, you doesn't necessarily make it bad. I need you need to examine what you're exposed to in the light of God word, God's in the light word. of God's mm-hmm. word. That's right. And if it and if it lines up and it's making you uncomfortable, well, maybe that's a cue to you that you need to examine your own heart, right? And see maybe where the Lord can maybe do some work. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I think that's a really good point because. You know, for me, for the most part, um, you know, it's these silly memes and things that, you know, are not uplifting at all. So something like that, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to. Um, that's just automatically going to be hidden. Um, however, whenever, you know, there is a friend um, that's needing advice or that is offering advice, I think that's a really, really good is always align it with God's word. It it doesn't matter what a preacher says. It doesn't matter what, you know, parents say. Um, it doesn't matter how you've been raised. I mean, what really matters is what the word of God says. And so if it's in alignment with God's word, um, then, you know, you, that's how you should judge well, it, it the all, advice that you're given and being it, and receiving. It all boils down to discerning the truth. Yes. And we hear a lot these days about, uh, quote, our own truth, your truth, his truth, <laughs> her truth. Well, you know, there there is one truth. There is only one truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um you can take that to the bank. And so if if our truth, our quote truth, is not lining up with what the Word of God says, then we are, we are gravely mistaken and we need to rethink things. And so, you know, social media is, there's, there's a lot of things that uh, can come into our lives through social media. And that's being able to to discern and sift through all that's out there can be difficult. But if you're uh, if you're feasting on the Word of God and you're living for the Lord, you're reading your Bible, you're attending church, you're praying daily, and you're staying close to Him, it's going to be a whole lot easier to discern uh, what you should and should not Absolutely. be listening to. Right. Well, uh, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and. Uh, wrap it up uh, for tonight. Uh, for those who are uh, listening, and you're in a in, you're in a spot, maybe. I, and, and let me. Well, before we close, I'll, I'll say a little bit about this, and that is, um, if you're in a situation now where maybe things are starting to go south, maybe you're you're separated. I, I would, I would probably counsel at this point in your relationship with the Lord to just focus solely on Him right. and try to avoid uh, social media. Oh, absolutely. And when we were going through what we were, I mean, that was one of the first things I basically turned off because it allowed me to focus solely on getting my heart right and basically feasting on the Word of God. Right. And it was a distraction that yeah. I didn't need at that point. And that's point. what I was going to say. There are We already have so many distractions in life. And, I mean, you can chase so many rabbit holes on social media. So that's probably, um, a very, I mean, it's very good advice. Don't, 
don't get distracted. Focus on God and focus on what His Word is, is leading and how it's guiding you. Lord, we thank you for this time that we've been able to share. Lord, we pray that uh, those who have listened, Lord, that you would, whatever situation they're in, in terms of their marriage, whether they're uh, thinking about divorce or they're, they're standing or they're in a situation for, where divorce is, has already happened, Lord, I just pray that you would meet them where they are, Lord, that you, uh, for, who are full of grace and mercy, that, Lord, that you would just uh, reach out to them and love them and comfort them in this difficult time. Lord, I pray that uh, as they seek the restoration of their marriage, Lord, that they would keep their eyes on you and they, they would uh, learn to just trust you through the good times and through the bad times, Father. I pray that you would help them to uh, draw close to you so that they are able to discern the truth. Lord, we thank you for this time once again. I pray that you would go with each and every one of us. It's in your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Purposed Marriage Podcast. We hope and pray it strengthens and further equips you to remain committed to your marriage no matter the condition or circumstances. For more information and links to resources from our ministry, be sure to follow us on social media and through our official blog at purposedmarriage.org. If you have questions about standing for your marriage and desire to learn more about how to live biblically during times of trial and heartache, please reach out to us via email. Our address is purposedmarriage at gmail.com. Until our next broadcast, may God continue to strengthen and encourage as you pursue a Christ-honoring and purposed marriage.